Welcome back to OPA Podcast, Episode 70. Welcome back from the bye week. Um, we're all here today, so say hi, everyone. Soup, you go first. Hello. Griffin. Hello. And Wyatt. That's me. Before we get further, uh, what did everyone do during the bye? Um, I'll, I'll go first then, I guess. Uh, twins broke my heart. Uh, wow, twins wow. broke my heart. And then um, no Formula One for me, so I just, you know, hung out with friends and helped my parents pull their dock up on Sunday, so. Yeah, I was just sitting in the darkness being sad about the Twins and the Gophers and the Vikings. Oh, I don't want to hear it from you right now. Uh, No, I know the Bears fan doesn't really want to hear it from me right now. Just a stray over here. Just catching a stray over here. God. Man, I'm like, I don't think that's a game that anybody should feel good about. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, but you, you, you had to bring it up. I just, yeah. You knew what you were doing. Oh, sure. Yeah, uh, probably. It's all sadness, Jason. How about you, Griff? <laughs> I mean, while I was also being sad about the Twins... Um, this weekend, I kind of tried to take my mind off of football, so I didn't even really watch any college game, or uh, I watched about two minutes of gameplay of the Vikings in the second quarter because I was at a brewing uh, place. But then this whole weekend was just me on basically a three-day bender. So this was a nice. great, you know, you know, it's the bye week. This is when I recharge. Uh, by getting rowdy, and then uh, hopefully I can keep this energy going in. To this coming week. I will say, though. Great. Um, Sounds does sound like a good time. It does. I will note, though, um, your men's Golden Gopher hockey is ranked first in both polls. You're gosh darn right. And um, they swept. You, you bet. And they swept uh, University of St. Thomas this past weekend. Right across the street from me. Yep. Is anyone else really surprised with St. Thomas? They're kind of putting together... I feel like it, maybe it's, I don't know, it seems like they're a decent team, kind of taking St. Oh, uh, close, they're taking us close. I got the inside scoop here because one of my buddies from law school is the assistant coach and director of hockey operations there. Ooh, okay. Um, brag, but okay. Uh, they, they are definitely, like, building something that's going to be respectable at some point. I mean, it makes sense. There's oh. enough talent up here and in this area for them to survive for sure. And I think they're hitting a lot of recruiting areas that other teams aren't hitting as well. Sure. Um, so I think, yeah, no, I think they're, they're just going to improve so, and it's going to be another, you know, addition to a great hockey state. So are we adding another possibly division one program or are they oh, division sure. one? For sure. Division one. They're division, they're division one. one. They are, they are okay. division one. All right, all right. That's awesome. Go St. Thomas. But, but I know what you mean to like the standard because there's a lot of Division One teams who are not really Division One teams. Not very good yet. Yeah, I I, I kind of did what Griff did though. I just like didn't do anything but watch the Bears because I'm a sick person on Sunday, and uh, that was it. Otherwise, I just played a bunch of video games and hung out, which was much needed, I think. Yeah. 
All right, all right. Well, everyone, I hope uh, to those listening and watching the pod, I uh, hope you guys enjoy a great bye week as well. But moving on, we are going into um, game seven of the season against the Iowa Hawkeyes, the battle for Florida Rosedale, hashtag hate week. Uh, coming into this game, um, betting odds is a little all over the place. The spread right now, the Gophers is plus three and a half to plus five. Um, I think Wyatt just rattled off to me. I was like minus three and a half, four and a half, four. A Caesar's Sportsbook has them minus three and a half. Yeah, that's moved two points towards the Gophers. I thought it opened at five and a half. Uh, that's I saw that too. It opened initially at five, and then in the last like twenty three, yeah. twenty two hours, it just flushed down towards that's interesting. three and a half. Yeah, clearly the pundits have just completely stopped believing in Iowa's offense. Well, you and ours. Yeah. You mean? Because um, the over under is thirty two and a half for this game, and that thing has it's like stayed the consistent. third lowest, I think, of all time. Oh yeah, definitely it is. And the first one is a, just a different Iowa Minnesota game. <laughs> and I think the other, like the second lowest, was against Kentucky during their bowl game as well, right? Kentucky Iowa that year because uh, Will Levis sat out. Yeah. So um. I am not sure where to start. So looking at it overall, um, let's start with Iowa's offense then. They have Cade McNamara who transferred from Michigan. If anyone needs a refresher. Um, Do we know? I don't think. I don't know. I don't think so. Twitter sphere and and other reporting media is all over the place. I don't know about Cade McNamara. Yeah, I don't think he's playing, dog. Yeah, last week it was just Deacon Hill. He tore his ACL. Oh, is is it ACL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ESPN just has has him as like the face. It's because you know they don't they don't care about this. Mm-hmm. So is their backup Deacon Hill in? Yeah, for sure. Wait, yeah, is he played, Alex? La- he played, he played Alex played all, all of last week. He played all of last week. I don't know what's going on over there. I just know <laughs> that Deacon Hill is who's playing. So okay, so new so. <laughs> No longer game plan for Kay McNamara. Now game planning for Deacon Hill. All right. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the deciding factor. But okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, what else about this offense? For Iowa? Yeah. Um. They don't really do anything too special. They but they will, like, punish you with a big play. Like if you miss tackles in the running game, they'll, they'll punish you. And you know, yeah, I mean, kind of. Do they have a tight end? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe they they usually do. Because Iowa usually has a tight end, so I just I assume that's what their offense is doing. We all know what Brian Ferentz is up to. The race to like three fifty five or whatever is not is not going that well. Yeah, he needs some points bad. Yeah, I think I think I would love to see a Joe Rossi like grudge game here. Oh, I love it. But um, from looking at recaps and short, uh, like the game, short game recaps is on YouTube and stuff from the Big Ten and other media outlets that broadcast the games. Um, rushing attack looks like they lean, they're leaning more on that. As um, we know, to off air soup, Cade McNamara, or was it no, me and Wyatt, only thrown four touchdown passes to three interceptions until he got injured. Yeah. Um, so 
and then I think like a week or two ago during the last pod, Iowa did not throw a pass to a receiver. Yeah, I mean, they're they're winning games though. So as much Definitely. as you make fun of them, they keep winning games. Definitely. So I'm a little bit as we expect with Iowa, good run game and probably a decent tight end somewhere in there. I don't know the name. <laughs> it's mainly they've got explosive runners and they'll punish you for making mistakes and but but if you don't really make mistakes they're not really gonna do anything that special you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like if you're sound against them you you should be okay but if you let them leak out they will punish you for it they do have they still have athletes and i don't know i just i think they're really gonna need like cody lindenberg back this game hopefully will be so good yeah, let's touch on the... That would be Craig awesome. McDonald, the nickel transfer, if he could just start playing more and get like more snaps. And I think um, Darius Green in the run game, too, like, mm-hmm. I think would be very, very nice to see. Yeah, fingers crossed that Cody is back. Um, if not, then I just need the young linebackers to tackle. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. That's Please, your job. Because we all know Joe Ross is going to have, always has the game plan ready to go, and put the put our players in the best position possible. It's just yeah, those they're going to have it dialed in. in. Yep. But other than that, let's move on. Then um, Iowa's defense going against our offense. Uh, well, I don't know any major names on the Iowa's defense. Um, solid as always. It's a Kirk Ferentz defense. You know keeping things very real and in front of them. Good attack. Don't let too. them turn you over. Just just don't let them turn you over. But, like, they've got Cooper DeGene still. But outside of that, they don't really have any, like, super special playmakers. You just can't give them the ball. It's going to be a real test for to see if, you know, how Ethan has grown if they don't turn the ball over. Yeah, especially following two fairly brutal interceptions in that in the last contest. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really good litmus test. I think the goal is to have everybody healthy, right? I think the goal it's is always to the goal. clean injury report off a of bye week. So far, I think signs are good-ish. I'm not sure about Cody Lindenberg. I like, I'll believe that one when I see it, I guess. But DT, I think like he'll play. Darius Taylor will play if he's healthy at all. Oh, shoot. I might have done goofed. I think I might have cut off my audio during the recording. And I stopped and started recording again so whoops <laughs> we gotta redo the whole pod no 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 no, 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 no. Re- you just have different files to patch together <laughs> i just messed up this last portion so apologies to the listeners and viewers but um boys pack it in we gotta redo the whole pod <laughs> no, no, no 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 we don't have to <laughs> uh looking next then uh, special teams um obviously we all love and hail the great Dragon Kesich. But um, Iowa's special team has always been good. It... Yeah, this is where I'm super scared again of Mark Crawford being, you know, 39 yards in a cloud of dust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because this is this is where they'll take advantage of you. They'll score multiple touchdowns on special teams. They are good on special teams scary good actually yeah. this 
this is definitely the test game where I'm going to end up just going off on him for, like, not doing enough. He's been lucky this season. Yeah, it's it's... If they let him field the ball, it's going to be very bad. Like, I think they should just kick away from him. So kick towards, like, uh, the sidelines? Kick towards the sidelines. Like, <laughs> what's the, kid, what's the kid's name anyway. now? He's not kicking it more than 40 yards anyway. Just have him kick it, like, 38 yards down the sideline. It's DeGene. It's their corner who's, like, super good. Yeah. I, and, like, I think Mark Crawford can be a directional punter, right? He can. I I mean, they've shown these, but the, the problem is, is as long as the receiver catches the ball, nothing happens because this whole thing is like predicated on the ball hitting the ground, but they just don't let it hit the ground. I mean, I would sacrifice, yeah. I would sacrifice the yardage uh, just for the timing of all the players to be there when, <laughs> when he catches the ball. Like, I, agree. I was like, I'll take a 30 yard punt if I know he's not going to return it versus a 45 yard. And then he, re- he just weaves through yeah. our special teams. So I think just field position in general. 30 yards and five guys on it. Yep. And and just making sure the offense can at least get a little bit down the field because I don't even want to necessarily, like, have him try and flip the field. I just want him to actually just be pinned deep and or Iowa getting pinned deep roughly in their own, you know, like 20, 30-yard line. So it's like a normal uh, drive that they have to start. And also, I will say this: none of have, make sure none of our gunners or returners are like making a boneheaded um, end zone touchback catch instead of landing it on the one yard line. Talking to you, Quentin Redding. Yeah, mental mistakes. I, I'm glad they took him off kickoff, but I, I still I still could do without him on punt. Yeah, but we'll see what happens this Saturday because we don't know. <laughs> Let Sean Tyler return the kick. See what happens. Put in Sean Tyler. Looking at you, PJ. Just let him return a kick. He's already back there catching him. Just let him let him try and take one because he's got three in his career in the MAC level. Like, but maybe like maybe... don't let him return a dumb one. Don't let him return one in the back. No, of the but like you're, but you're like, like you know three yards, five him, yards deep. Sure. Have him catch one and make a decision. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> Try and be a benefit to your team and not a liability. I don't, maybe, is that asking too much? Or maybe none of the, oh, the ball's about to land on the, like, what, five-yard line, and the special team's already, like, looking towards the sideline to run off the field. Like, none of that, please. But, yeah. Um, Anything else to touch on this Iowa team going into this Saturday? I don't know. Just that I hate them and I want a pig. Yeah, this is the one that uh, this is PJ's white whale, right? Mm-hmm. Or Owen six in the PJ era. Yeah. Sure. Owen, however many. I think it's six. It might be seven. Yeah. No, it's Owen six because um, PJ played Iowa. Uh, the Gophers played Iowa during 2020 during the first COVID season, mm-hmm. and we didn't win that game either. So, yeah, that's that's rough. But I mean, you know, maybe now's the year, but we'll see. 
I mean, I think you're, I think you're, we are, like, like, we should be better than this team. Like, it's so annoying because, like, you have talent. And these, these like, on, like, on offense, I mean, like, specifically. Like, your offense should be able to put up more points than Iowa's offense. And your defense should be able to hold them off. Like, this Iowa team is just not good on offense. They're not. And you have to be able to take advantage of that eventually. And you just haven't been. Especially if you're going to have a backup quarterback at the helm, yeah. this this is your chance to you know disrupt early and disrupt often. So if you can get them out of a rhythm that they've never really had to even start with in these first seven games, there's really not much that can uh, happen for them. This is this is PJ's chance to like surprise us. And, you know, take a risk, trust his quarterback to go out there and, you know, play football and outscore Iowa special teams. Hmm. And it's tough. None of us, I don't think any of us in this podcast are, like, anticipating that he'll do that. No, as much as I want, like to see this Gopher team just stay on the gas pedal and bust it all the way to the end of the fourth quarter, till the clock hits zero zero. I'm we're probably never going to see that because PJ is going to be like, oh, we have like what? Like if again, hypothetically, if we get to like a twenty one point lead, PJ is going to go. <laughs> Jim, <laughs> I know, I know, Griffin. <laughs> He's going to go trestle that, ball that for the second half. And then he's gonna blow that lead again, and it'd be like, "Oh, we lost to a good Iowa like, team." I'm like, "No, ri- you went off the gas." It's a rhythm thing, but like, it's a rhythm thing on offense. Like, in those situations where they're up a ton of points, and and they they come out running the ball, that's fine. Like, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. But when it starts to, oh, they score a touchdown, and then oh, you can't really do anything on offense for like two drives in a row. Then it's like, okay, like this need, like let's get it going on on the other side of this. Or the it's, other thing, it's more about like trying to be balanced than anything, right? Like that's all anyone's asking for. Is you're you're too predictable right now. I mean, yeah, you could be saying you could say the same about all you, Griff. No, I was just saying, like I was as predictable as we are in terms of they don't have the O line this year that they've had in the past, and all they want to do is keep running the ball. And this, and these like plays that are keeping them in these games are all just this one explosive play that sets them apart. You know, Caleb Johnson uh, running sixty yards. Uh, you know, just all these they've been living and surviving off punt big returns. plays, punt returns. So, anyway, why your predictability? Field position from turnovers. Like predictability is one of these things in football where, like, there's a certain degree to which you need it. And then there's a there's a point where it becomes a bad thing. And I think we're we have sort of hit the point where it's just a bad thing. We're well you're just like getting in your own way too. Like that's the problem. Is like you're doing you're like biting off your nose to spite your face, right? Like you're making the whole thing less efficient and then when you're when you do go to the passing game, you're desperate for something. And it's just like you need reps right now. You can't expect you, you. You're not expecting clutch plays every time. Yeah. 
And the golfers' offense isn't a, a really a clutch play offense. And listen, I, I think Ethan's talented. I don't know if he's got clutch in his arsenal yet. I mean, did we forget about Nebraska game already? Did we already forget about that? Probably. I'm trying to like think back to what he did in Nebraska game that got through us a, to win. And the game-winning touchdown at the end of the game. Fourth yeah, and ten. And catches it on fourth down. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Like, then let him let him cook. Why? Yeah, I think he had forty. Are we letting this game? kid cook. Right, forty attempts. I think it was that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. No, I remember that. I mean, I'm pretty sure Iowa's attempted more passes than we have this year. It's not um, just knowing knowing that Caden McNamara was out nat- last week, they probably have, yeah. It definitely was. It definitely was last week. We didn't play, and I don't think they threw that much. And it's, you know, I don't think it was already over. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just about you can't be afraid to go win the game, right? For sure. And for some reason, PJ just doesn't do that. We'll see. I guess we'll see. We'll definitely see. But let's go on to predictions then. Um, I still believe we can win. I'm taking the Gophers 27-21. What in the Jeez. world? I Jeez. am going to over on that 32 and a half. Wow. That's. Hey, we're fresh off a of bye week. I got my juices back. I'm feeling good. And then wait for Saturday night to roll around and my heart get crushed. So, yeah. What about you, Soup? What's your prediction? I'm pretty sure I picked a win in the post in the preseason, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it, even though this is a very losable game for PJ. But it helps if there's a backup in. Sorry, did you guys just hear my kitten fall off of my PC tower? <laughs> no. Yes, I did. <laughs> I think you're just making that up. Must have been something else. <laughs> uh, idiot. Uh, yeah. So I picked them. As a pre as a preseason W here, I don't feel great about it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the Gophers because you know why not? Um, I'm more riding with Ethan than anyone. Just let him go, let him do it, let him do his thing, whatever. Who cares? Let Ethan cook. Who cares? The season doesn't matter. Just let him go. <laughs> like, um, so I'm gonna pick Gophers 17, Iowa 13. It's going to be a long one. Griffin? What did I pick preseason? I don't even remember. L. Hold on, Jason. While you're looking at it, did I take a preseason L as well? Yes, you did. Okay. 16, Iowa. 13, Gophers. God damn. So the thing is, is I hear that and I go, yeah, that makes sense. 
<laughs> Field goal you know, mania. It, suck, it sucks because I'm. I was gonna say sixteen ten. Oh, you could still say that. You can still say that. That's great. I'm going to like, yeah, because it feels right, and I hate it. <laughs> Damn, ten sixteen for Wyatt. Yeah, I think we get the yeah, like, we're the going... Dragon Kessage game. <laughs> like he hits a late one to put them up four, and then give me like a game. And then they and then they take the off return from, for a uh... touchdown. No, no, stop it! Stop it. <laughs> game ceiling pick from Justin Wally. Give me it. If we say it now, they can't hurt us later. Yes, they can. You know what I'm calling for? If we, if, again, because of my score. Well, again, my mine's high points, but I'm saying Tyler Newbin gets the game-winning interception and sure. brings it into the end zone. Oh, that, like just a heartbreaker at the end? That'd be awesome. In Iowa, oh, in I Kinnick, was, and plus they're ranked. I was ranked twenty third or twenty fourth, right? So yeah, let's not even let's not even talk about that. Oh my god, you're telling <laughs> me there are only twenty three better teams in college football? Please. You know, Jason, I'm just more surprised at how many touchdowns your prediction has. Yeah, that was that was my main thing too. With it, I was like, you couldn't get me to bet the over on this game if your life depended on it. I know, but then again, yeah, after. Go ahead, Wyatt. After after last week's um, brilliant display by Iowa and Wisconsin, I yeah, just couldn't justify putting twenties on the board at all. Again, I'm drinking the juice, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I hope you're right, buddy. <laughs> we all hope you're right. It's <laughs> just <laughs> we'll see what happens on Saturday. Fade out right here. <laughs> all right, all right. And then is that a wrap for previewing Iowa? I think yeah, I mean, so. I guess. I'm just, I'm really not looking forward to watching this game with my friends. What's there to talk about in this game where the offenses are both doing bad and like. Special teams. You know. That's what we talk about. Nobody. But our special teams are bad. Besides Dragon. Remember, Dragon is the asterisk. It's Dragon. Yes. We look at both Sorry. kickers. Let's see what their average is. Let's see what their long is. Let's see how well they pin each other. Like, that's just. Can we imagine the prediction? Game. Can someone take 12 6? Just a bunch of field goals. Wasn't that like a Michigan State game with them one year? Sure sounds like it. Uh, it was it was six to nine. It was Nebraska, Michigan State. Yep, you're right. I, <laughs> I remember that game because they honored like a punter who had passed away pregame. Oh, and and then it was just kicks. I was like, this is like on, nobody could get in the end zone on, on principle. On brand, it was just a bunch of field goals and punts. That was the game in honor of the punter. And it was beautiful. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a game like that on Saturday too. <laughs> Which we will lose because our punter is bad. Yeah, our punter is uh, unless he puts the ball on the sideline. The best part about scoring, which I don't think he will do, keeping him off the field. Yes, that is true. I'm sure he would prefer to not be on the field as well. 
to be fair. What, because he's older than me? Is that why? <laughs> oh, it just means that, like, he gets to sit there and not have to do his job, and his team wins. Sick, Imagine man. not oh, doing is, your job do you being Brian better Ferentz? for your team. Do you mean Brian Ferentz? <laughs> no, that too. That guy oh. too. <laughs> but all right, cool. I guess that's a wrap for episode 70 of OPA Podcast. Oh, FYI, the game is being aired on NBC for 2.30 p.m. kickoff central. Um I, Ooh, I hate what a time. bad time to kick off a football game. 2.30? Not a fan of the 2.30 kicks. Yeah, delete the 2.30 kickoff time. Can we wait till we're better before we get these games? Yeah, this, this schedule has been has been brutal for my psyche, basically. Oh, I haven't even touched on Michigan State. That was now also 2.30 on BTN. Why? I... I have a sneaking suspicion that they don't think people like the 2.30 games or watch the 2.30 games, and that's why they're putting bad teams in this time slot. That, like, I, I think, think that awesome. might if be... Think, if you think about it, 2.30 is the new, like, 11. And, like, because that's, like, how the NFL... Op- the NFL operates differently, but I think for college... Because you you know like the tradition of like game day tailgating and stuff is like so much stronger in college than it is in, in the pros, that like yeah there's just so many more teams you know that like you're up you're ready you go to the game you're done by like two three o'clock you can get go home catch a nap and still su- su- do something with your Saturday night like it's perfect or is the vice versa the with late, a you can tune in for the late game right yeah or is the vice versa of a night game where like you can sleep in. Then go tailgate and then just have a fun Saturday night at the game. But you can't really do it with the two thirty or three thirty because like No. <laughs> yeah, two thirty's crap. Two thirty's like you get you still have to get up really early, but it's like almost too early at this point. It's like too many hours. And then by the time you get through the game, it's five, six PM and then you get home and you're like, Well, I'm too tired to do anything. Can't take a nap. So uh, I guess my night's over and you just hang, which is, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world, but like, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. I heard- think that's, that's really good. That's really well put. You heard it here, folks. Oh, the podcast crew hates two thirty games. Two thirty bad. 11 AM, five, 6 PM. Good. Yep. But cool. Well, everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening to episode 70 of OPA Podcast. We will be back next week to recap the Iowa game and preview Michigan State. Um, But other than that, we'll see you guys later and have a great Saturday if you're attending the game. But other than that, hope. Oh, hope.